0: Yo, welcome to episode 159. How's it going, Alisa?
1: <laughs> it's going great.
0: <laughs> Yo, <laughs> look, I'm just trying to keep it short and sweet today. It's going to be simple. It's going to be a simple, simple podcast. Day. It's going
1: to be a good podcast. I'm glad to be back. Exactly.
0: Um, welcome back. It's it's been a while. It's been a while. For sure. <laughs>
1: Uh, Jeremy and I have just been really busy with things, and there was actually a week and a half where I was sick, so we just haven't had time to record the podcast, but we're recording now, and glad to be back, honestly. I have a lot to talk about.
0: <laughs> can we can we talk about your, your brief absence, by the way, and how it was kind of scary?
1: Yes. Um, I was really sick for about a week and a half to two weeks, and I kind of had flu-like symptoms but it wasn't covid i think i was just the doctor says i was just sick and um and he they they they're pretty sure it was a flu but it sure felt like it was covid but it it wasn't (laughs) california is opening up more vaccines and in their phases so i'm i'm hoping to get vaccinated by june or july the reason, even though they're opening it up to people by april i think it's going to be a bitch to get an appointment
0: i agree and yeah. uh yeah at the writing of this podcast like you just mentioned uh the governor announced uh a few days ago that um el- people that are 16 and older are now eligible to get the vaccine after april 15th yes however it's gonna be like that first wave where there's all the sixty-five plus people who are all trying to get the vaccine at the same time. It's yep. gonna be insane. And I don't think I'm gonna get the vaccine either, like quickly. I'm just gonna have to wait. Refresh. It out. <laughs> yeah. Like That's what I'm, you gotta do. <laughs> like there are other people who are my age and younger who are getting the vaccine. I'm like, how do you guys do it? I mean, okay. First Grant of all, is- they
1: did a big jump from fifty to eight, sixteen. They didn't even do like 50 to 30 you know what I mean
0: (laughs) like right right like it's so weird because they skewed the numbers this weird way they're like okay we're gonna start at the top and then go to the bottom actually we're gonna start from 70 to like teenagers how about that it's like wait what (laughs) excuse me
1: like anyways (laughs) yeah I'm not gonna lie Jeremy well um I'm definitely now going a little crazy I mean I we've all been kind of going a little crazy um since covid but i really want to go to a convention because i've been stuck in my house for all this time i've been worried about covid and and you know we've all been isolated that it makes me want to do the thing that i usually don't really like doing which is going to a convention yeah <laughs> and i i was i was Thinking about it because they they officially um, made Comic Con virtual this year, and I God I miss interacting with people <laughs> at a large scale. Same, and all, yeah. And they also uh, canceled E three too, and it's just it's just weird that all of these feelings made me realize you know going to a con's not that bad, <laughs> or I just need to get that out of my system.
0: Yeah, we we miss the things that we don't have. Yeah, right? we miss
1: the things that we don't
0: have. And you know, I guess what is that saying? It's like um, you you miss it more when it's gone. Yeah, what's that saying? I forget I, the it, phrase. I'm it, it, it,
1: I forgot the exact phrase, but that's basically it.
0: Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, I, I feel the same way and. You know, meeting up with a friend at the park is is cool and it's chill. You know, it's pretty safe because you know we're all outside. But you know, being around a lot of people is is nice too. And I don't know, it just feels weird congregating around so many people and you know knowing that there's this this danger flying around. I know um, it sucks. Um, but like going into that, I I actually went to a wedding this yeah. past weekend, and. I'm going to be careful with my words here because uh, some of the people at that wedding might listen to this episode. Really? <laughs> but oh, geez. yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to be as as critical as possible, objective as possible, but I will refrain from saying too many opinionated things because oh, Go for it. Yeah, because I just have to get some things off my chest. And I don't know, maybe I'll just say fuck it and just say what I feel, but so um, You know, going to a wedding during this pandemic is a little strange, in that you don't know what to expect. And I really think that depends on the couple, their family, and their values, like how they want to hold the wedding. So, in this case, it was my cousin, uh, this this being my cousin on my dad's side. So... We had a little bit of brunch um, with our extended family beforehand. You know, we were we we're trying to be as safe and as distant as possible. I actually got tested the Friday before and it came out negative. So I confirmed that, you know, I did not have any symptoms and I didn't have COVID at all. So with that negative test in mind, um, negative results of the test in mind, I I go to, you know, this brunch with, our, with my aunt and uncle and that was really okay. There was only like three, four people total outside of my immediate family, which is my brother and my two parents. Um, so we went to this, we went to this brunch. Everything was cool. We're like speculating the whole time. Like, what do you think it's going to be like? What do you think, um, is going to happen? So we go to the wedding and on the, well, let me preface by saying on the way to the wedding, we got a photo from one of my cousins and all the chairs are right next to each other, like really close. And I mm-hmm. was like, okay, okay. Red flag. Number one, we pull up to the venue. Most people are not wearing masks. <laughs> I was like, what year is this? it was like 2019. It felt really weird. Um, ceremony was cool. It just was uncomfortable sitting next to all these people that were not wearing masks. Mind you though, my whole dad side of the family, shout out to them. They all wore masks and you know, they're very careful about, you know, their everything that they did. Uh, can't speak for the other side. However, I will say I'm very proud of my dad side of the family because we all wore masks and we were all very respectful of that. And I am very proud of them. Um, we there wasn't an open bar, but we found a bar next door because the, the venue was at a golf field. And um is that what is that what it's called? Golf, golf course. Golf <laughs> course. And, and golf course. <laughs> golf course. There we go. I was like, wait, I can't speak English for a second. I was at a <laughs> golf course. And uh, there's a bar next door and my uncle, my wonderful, wonderful uncle, he just kept buying us drinks and it was awesome. However, I had not eaten anything since brunch. Um, mainly due to the, due to the fact that I was not comfortable eating the food since it was buffet style, and there were all these people not wearing masks who were getting the food, um, so I did not feel comfortable eating the food, and that's totally fine, you know. But I was also really fucking drunk, <laughs> so I couldn't. <laughs> I was hungry, I was drunk, and I was like on the verge of just being like, okay, I gotta go get. I don't know what to do. I I don't want to go over there and eat something because that's just not sanitary yeah so yeah i mean the the, the writing and the reception were really wonderful overall it was a beautiful ceremony it was nice seeing all of my family because i literally hadn't seen any of them in person since 2019 and you know we occasionally chatted on discord and stuff but even that just felt distant and not cool and not fun um however after the wedding we went to in and out of course everyone dressed up to the nines it was just my immediate family and i ate a burger and I swear, that burger tasted like I ate a burger for the first time in my life. It was so good. It was amazing. Wow. <laughs> it, what like what being, kind of burger was it? It was just a double-double. Like, that's all it was. It was an, an in and out double-double burger. And, and, and like, you know, the combination of being starved um, and um, not drinking alcohol. I'm sorry. Being starved and drinking a lot of alcohol. Not, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah. drinking alcohol because I did drink a lot of alcohol. But being starved and drinking a lot of alcohol combined together to be like oh my god this burger is the best burger i've ever had <laughs> <laughs> so that was an experience uh again i did miss seeing people and like i think that's where i got my fix from but at the same time i just felt really uncomfortable around all these people just not wearing masks so this coming wednesday i'm going to get a covid test because um you know you got to wait a few days beforehand um my parents took tests already they both came out negative uh, they also have the vaccine so i don't know um I'm not I don't know how well the test was done for them and maybe there are some symptoms that could have lingered on, you know, how even though you had the vaccine you could still carry the symptom, uh, carry the uh the virus and pass it on to people. So, I don't yes. think that I mean, I don't think they did, but you know, I I just want to be safe for my own sanity.
1: No, that that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So that was my like COVID experience meeting people.
1: Yes. And you didn't sound controversial, in my opinion. No. Oh, pretty okay. Val- pretty pretty valid statements.
0: Thank you. It's you know I just wanted to state that I was worried about my own safety and the safety of my family, but I think my own family took really good care of each other and they really um, stepped up and wearing masks and staying That's far good. apart as much as possible. Trying out this service called Backblaze. This is by no means a sponsor <laughs> or an ad or anything. But um Backblaze is yes. a uh backup like computer personal file backup service. It can also yeah. be professional as well, depending on which tier you pay for. I paid for the like the lowest tier, which is like 60 bucks a year. Um you just uh you're able to just backup files on your computer to their servers, and they're based in the Bay Area, which is pretty cool too. So um yeah, I uh, am trying it out because I have the internet connection finally to be able to back up files um, I'm actually backing my files up right now as we speak which is pretty neat because um, I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, you know data stored on my computer so I want to be able to access that at any point in my in my life and it's kind of cool that I'm able to back up all these files to this service um, it's just one of those things that a lot of people don't really think about like especially with data, like they don't back up their stuff. Um and, you know, if you lose it, you lose it. And that's it. But I, I like to save my, my files because they're some of them are memories and especially with this podcast. I have almost every episode backed up. So you know, it's it's a good thing to just keep doing in your personal life, I think.
1: I don't use any cloud backup yet. I still have just kind of these external drives. They're I think 2 terabytes each and that's where majority of my stuff is backed up. Though I I have been considering at some point uploading to a cloud just so that I can cover all my bases of making sure that all my so- files are safe and saved in case for whatever reason I can't access my external drives.
0: Yeah, I I am I have both i have physical yeah I, I i'm crazy i have a 20 terabyte like backup drive and it's almost full <laughs> like that's how much shit i have like that's, yeah, there's
1: there's <laughs> a lot of there. it accumulates
0: yeah it's it's weird and i i honestly hate buying hard drives because it's it just doesn't make any sense anymore um so that's why i'm testing out this BlackBlaze stuff and by testing you know i already bought it but um yeah um, I just want to, you know, see more how it works because my free trial was ending. They give you like a 14 day free trial and it was ending because I have so much shit on my computer that I'm backing up right now that it didn't it was going to go past the 14 day free trial period. And I was like, shit, I need to I need to keep downloading. I need to keep uploading my files to the cloud. So, yeah, I, I ended up buying the service because I think, you know, being a local service, I think it's I think it should be able to, you know, validate and download my files and upload my files faster so that's like i kind of caved in and instead of using a service like either like google or i know there's other ones too but yeah backblaze just seemed like the most i don't know like price wise the most uh uh qualifying one in my regards um plus i have a friend who uses it pretty regularly and he likes it a lot so you know a recommendation is always good too from a friend when it comes to in being interested in a new services, so
1: I haven't tried. I haven't really backed anything significant up to a cloud yet, except I guess for my like in terms of like Apple, just like my phone, be- you know, in case I get a new iPhone or I lose it. But but in terms of like a lot of content, um, I haven't backed up to a cloud server yet. Okay. So yeah, yeah, may- maybe I'll give it something a try soon.
0: Yeah, if you ever try out Backblaze. You know, reach out to me. I'll try to answer your questions as much as possible. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Um the Backblazes support is also very good. Like they answer pretty quickly, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So aside from that, the last thing I have going on was that I bought a PlayStation 3. Um, so before I talked about playing Yakuza Dead Souls, which is technically the last US base. Yakuza, not U.S. based, U.S. translated Yakuza game um, uh, that is, yeah, the the last Yakuza game that is available in the U.S. that is fully translated in English, Um, and I started playing it, but I had this weird issue where um, I had a friend who gave me a PS3, and he um, was from Japan, so he gave me his Japanese PS3 with the controllers, the power cord, and uh, the the cable that charges the controllers. However, uh, because it is a Japanese PS3, y- uh, Circle is yes and X is no, instead of in the US where the configuration is X is yes and Circle is no or back. Uh, just, that's just how Japan works, because in Japan, culturally, Circle is yes and X is no. So um, it, I had a hard time playing the game because... There's this issue where the the menu UI would pop in when you're trying to save the game, and you have to press Circle, or uh, or X to go Circle to press Yes and or continue, and then uh, X to go back. And I just kept having these weird issues, and and plus the controllers were dying, so I didn't really, I wasn't really um, getting the gameplay time I needed out of the the PS3 because the controllers were dying and it was it just felt clunky playing it on a Japanese PS3. Mind you, you know, all PS3s are region free, so it's nice to play foreign games. However, uh I just it was just too difficult because I also had to use a PS4 controller on top of a PS3 controller, but the PS3 controller wouldn't turn on. Um, so in order to use a PS4 controller on a PlayStation three, you need to have the PS3 controller on at all times. But of course the PS3 controller would fail. And then I wouldn't be able to go to the menu or anything because it only responds to the PS3 controller functions. And that was really frustrating. So, you know, I was like, you know what? I want to go see if there's a PS3 just on a whim. Like a couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm just going to go see if there's a PS3 available somewhere in the city on Craigslist. Turns out there was a dude giving one away. And the used running pli- price for a PS3 slim is about like 200 to 270 something dollars on Amazon. Or, or I saw prices at, like, at least like a hundred. I didn't realize 8th,
1: it was that expensive,
0: right? Like, prices around like 185 to 200 dollars on eBay. And I was like, okay, this is too expensive. But on Craigslist, there's a dude selling his PS3 that came with two controllers, um, and uh, the cable for the controllers, as well as uh, a remote for 80 bucks. And I could not believe that. I was like-
1: That's a good deal.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, what the hell? I need, how can I not pass this up? That's a good man. Right? And so, you know, the ad was a little bit weird. They just showed the controllers and then the next picture was like the Amazon picture on a phone, which was really strange. And I was like, all right. I reached out to the dude. <laughs> and i that's was so, yeah that's
1: so i'm sorry that's not convincing
0: it's so sketch right and i was like okay <laughs> well let me just reach out and see what's up so i reached out to the dude and i was like yo can i uh get this ps3 like is it still available can i purchase it and he comes back to me almost immediately saying yeah it's still available Where, what time and where do you want to meet and i was like um uh let's meet downtown uh well i was like well where are you based and he's like well these streets and i was like okay Market, Castro, cool. I was like, let's meet at this corner and he's like, All right, cool. So that day rolls around. Um I I get there, right? And I'm standing on this corner and I'm like, okay, this is like it's not a busy corner, but it's next to a busy street. So if anything were to happen to me, you know, obviously, hopefully someone would come help me. Um okay. so I'm standing there for five minutes, I text this dude and I'm like, Yo, I'm here. Where you at? And I don't see anybody and I get no message for like a couple minutes and I'm like okay did I just get fucking scammed like this this $80 PS3 must have been too good to be true Um, and I turn to my left and there's this dude peeking over a fence and I'm like what the hell this is kind of weird and then he runs away I'm like what the hell and then I he comes back out later with this giant cardboard box and he's like hey here it is I could clearly see <laughs> the PS3 sticking out of the box and I'm like oh okay <laughs> and then uh, he's like, yeah, um, just send me the money on Venmo. So I Venmoed him the money. And he's like, thanks, I got it. And he's like, um, if there's a DVD or anything in there, just um, just throw it away. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I was like, wow, are there any um, issues I should know about this console? or Are there any weird quirks? And he's like, no, we just use it to watch DVDs. And then in my head, I was like, why is this so cheap? But then he actually answered my question. I don't know if he read my mind or anything, but he was like, uh, this is a product of divorce. And I was like, okay. Ah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, okay. And then he's like, all right, take care. And I was like, bye so he doesn't <laughs> oh no he didn't know anything about gaming and I, I booted up the playstation 3 it worked fine there was literally nothing on the like on the main menu like it was just user one it was still the okay. default user like they didn't use it for gaming they literally only use it to watch dvds like the console is immaculate like they, it's like almost brand new because it, it just sat on a shelf and they just watched blu-rays probably and that's why they had the remote and they almost never touched the controllers the, the controllers you know you know how s- stuff that's matte black eventually turns like shiny black from too much like hand oil over time like these mm-hmm. con- these controllers are still matte black which is really oh, surprising oh wow
1: that's pretty impressive
0: yeah so i'm wondering how long ago this dude bought his playstation 3 because it still looks good and um it's it's nice so I did find out that there's something in the disc tray slot. What do you think it was, Alisa?
1: Now, the question is is it a game or not a game?
0: It's not it wasn't a game.
1: Okay. Was it is this a is this a rated G thing that was in the slot?
0: Um I'm not going to say anything else. I just want you to answer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Jeremy. I think I know what it is, so go ahead
0: and do you you say it? Yeah, I want you to say it first. What do you think it was?
1: (laughs) All right, what was it? Was it porn?
0: No, it was a Pilates DVD.
1: Oh, that's actually really surprising. I (laughs) thought it was, I I thought it was, I thought it was, um, I thought it was porn. I I did
0: too. I'll be real, I did too. I was like, okay, but it's gonna be porn. (laughs)
1: Man, this guy's fit. Like this guy's fit. Like this these controllers are perfect. Like this was a this is a great deal. Now you can do Pilates yourself.
0: Well, I gave it to my mom. I was like, "Hey, oh, okay. <laughs> I I was about to throw it in the trash and I was like, "Hey, uh because this is before my parents uh went back to Hawaii and I was like okay. I was like, "Yo, this is what was in the PS3." And they're like, "Oh." And my mom was like, "Actually, can I have that?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so I just put it in a case and gave it to her. She's like, "Yeah, I want to use this." <laughs> I was like, "Okay. At least it's going to a good home." yeah so uh that
1: uh, that that's awesome though that's a that's a pretty great um that's a pretty great craigslist story
0: yeah you know and you know despite this whole situation that's happening all around us i i found a pretty good deal on the playstation 3 and um i i thought it was a good time i thought it was a good experience because like not all experiences on craigslist go like that
1: and never so you got lucky
0: oh yeah oh yeah totally um which leads me into uh, playing Yakuza Dead Souls, which is pretty fun so far. Um, it's It feels different, but it feels similar. So the game takes place between Yakuza's 4 and 5. Um, I'll try to be as spoiler-free as possible for those titles. Um, but the four main characters are Akiyama, Goda, surprisingly. Because he, apparently, this, is, this whole story is non-canon. So this is like... If he'd lived... Is that a spoiler? Shit. <laughs> if he lived. Um, <laughs> uh, and now he has yeah, like a go... we'll go with it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he he has a giant, like...
1: To be fair, he wasn't even relevant in Kiwami. It was his son, so...
0: That's who you play as, though. His son. Wait, oh, he, shoot. Because he, he died at the end of that game.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. S- sorry. Because I was like... No, 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 because you know how there's like two Godas? There's the there's like the chairman and then there's his son. Right, right. Sorry, I thought you meant that the old one died. Oh, man. Or, or sorry, I thought you were referring to the old that.
0: Da- oh, no, died. no worries. You play as his son and he has a machine gun arm now, which is kind of weird.
1: <laughs> it's okay. Who cares about canon when it comes to zombies? Exactly.
0: So. Uh, and then um, you play as, of course, Kiryu and Majima. So the game takes place in Kamurocho and you start off as Akiyama and... You find someone, you find that your assistant Hana is sick. And then the next day there's a zombie apocalypse and everything is like almost destroyed. It's like, it happens so fast. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah. And now there's all I didn't these... know
1: that. I didn't know specifically that's what happens.
0: Yeah, I know, right? And now there's all these huge walls all over Komorocho, Like there's a quarantine zone. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is too real. <laughs> there's like, you know, huh? there's people that are not allowed to go in there. Um, okay. Of course, it's like infested with zombies. A lot of the zombies remind me of House of the Dead, which is also produced by Sega, the arcade yes. games. Um, so that yeah, there's like these giant Resident Evil esque special and like special mu- mutated zombies. There's like regular zombies. Um, I will say that the shooting mechanic is a little clunky. Um, Mm -hmm. there are some things that really help you out. Like there's like an auto aim headshot button that if you press one trigger, like if you press L2, it'll automatically aim for whatever zombies in front of you's head. And then you just press R2 or R1 to like fire the shot. You get instant headshots that way. And it's pretty OP, but I think it's necessary because it's so clunky to play this. Like just imagine any Yakuza game, but you only have guns to shoot, to, to use as like weapons. Um and it's awkward like it's it it looks like it's trying to cuz
1: guns aren't their specialty
0: no yeah exactly yeah um they it's weird because you just it, it, you have this weird over the shoulder camera camera like perspective but i don't know it's hard to explain like yeah again just imagine being kiryu and then trying to beat up multiple enemies like you do with like the brawler style uh, from yakuza 0 but you have guns and you can only shoot one enemy at a time like it's kind of awkward in that sense you know mm-hmm. there's there's pistols, shotguns, machine guns, stuff that helps clear out more enemies but um you know i'm still waiting for more of the yakuza uh flare when it comes to the combat because right now i'm just i'm still playing as akiyama which is the first chapter and there isn't really too much happening you're just supposed to do certain things um but i'm waiting for like all the weird wacky weapons to pop up um and uh so far a lot of the staples characters are there like uh uh Kotaro, like uh, Komaki, the old man who teaches you, like all those moves, all the moves. Yeah, Komaki is there. He shows up pretty early in the game to tell you that um he's there, and I was like, okay. And then Hmm. (laughs) Kamiyama, the guy that mods weapons, is there, of course. Wow. Yeah, he's he's got to be there. Um, I feel like that's you know every game has to have him in some capacity. Um, Mm -hmm. town looks the same. It's just reused assets from Yakuza Four. Yes. So there's nothing really new about that. Although Don Quixote's there, something I missed from Yakuza Seven. If you want to yeah. hear me rant about how it's not you included, did. you can listen you to our Yakuza Seven spoiler cast. Um, so it was refreshing to hear the song and go to that spot and see the store. Um it's 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 pretty cool overall. Like I think it's fun. I, I there are again some things I don't like about it, such as the clunky controls when it comes to combat. But it's got the sub stories. You know, it's got all the weird, wacky sub story characters in it. Like, there's a whole sub story dedicated to like horror themed plots. Like, there's the couple, there's the nerd, there's the, like the religious girl, there's like, you know, the, the 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 greedy guy, the the scary guy, stuff like that, the jokester. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that that's like one of the few sub stories I've done so far. Um. But yeah, it's just it's weird because there's this there's a zombie survival killing aspect to this yakuza funny serious toned game. It's it it's a weird concept, but I'm still trying to digest it and once I finish playing it, I think I will have a better perspective on um how it feels overall and where I think it sits in the yakuza tier list. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So that that is something I am working on playing, and I will have more information once I get further in the into the game.
1: Very nice.
0: What about you, Lisa? what What's going on in your gaming sphere?
1: All right. So I just want to do a quick Animal Crossing update. Yes. Um, that for Bunny Day this year, I gotta admit, I like the Bunny Day items this year that they're selling at Nook's Store because. The Bunny Day items, which just started today as of this podcast, uh, they're 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 season agnostic in a way. So it's like they they are for Bunny Day and they are for spring, but it's not as Easter egg obnoxious looking. They're items that you can pass off for any season. Cool. Like for example, they have plant. There's a planter. And then there's like a hedge, like a topiary, where it's like a carved of a bunny. But it, but in a way, I was just like, actually, like, I could use this for someone's garden. Uh, it, so it's like the items feel more I can actually, like, incorporate to my island on a regular, which is what I really like about it. And then Bunny Day this year is only one week instead of, I think, two weeks like last year. Because God, God help Bunny Day. That was way too <laughs> long. <laughs> And then, um, okay, so one of the big things I've been doing is it's, it's officially been one year of Animal Crossing and one year since I played Animal Crossing. And last month, they introduced the Mario Warp Pipes. And what I've been doing is I've been working on a plan to redesign my island. Ooh. Because... One years passed and I felt like changing up my layout a bit, but I kind of didn't know what I wanted. Cause normal, cause, cause kind of, I'm kind of like go with the flow sometimes. Like I'll create something and then every everything comes together. But then this time, the reason I'm kind of planning it out is because I'm trying to plan it out so it's like when you look at the map, it it it's like the top the topographical map like looks like it's forming like different shapes. If that makes sense. Yes. So that's one of the reasons why I'm at, I'm kind of like more meticulous in trying to plan this out because I'm trying to shape something specific. And then I'm also going to incorporate the warp pipes. So I actually have this, I, I had, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I might actually, I have a plaza and the plaza has every single store, everything you need to just buy stuff. I might move it to the back of the island and then just have warp pipes transport you over there without having to walk but i I, these are things that i am still thinking out but i'm hoping that i kind of finish like my basis plan by like april and then i can actually start like maneuvering things around
0: look at you town planner that's pretty cool
1: yeah so that's what's happening with me in animal
0: crossing nice then
1: yes and then the bulk of my time has been playing ghost of tsushima
0: oh let's hear it let's hear it all
1: right so this is update number two Life update. I have a new TV. uh, And now I have a Samsung OLED 4K. It's a significant impact on my personal life. (laughs) 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 I clearly was missing out because everything looks amazing, not just on my PlayStation, but watching regular television. Wow. Though, what I will say is the first time I played it, um, it, I had to actually, I had to actually spend like a whole hour watching YouTube videos to kind of like fully grasp, uh, like what dynamic range was, and and having the perfect settings for dynamic range.
0: How big? I, is, like, how big is your TV? Uh,
1: this one is forty.
0: Wow, nice. Yeah,
1: so it's like not, it's not too big because this is in my room. Yeah, but um, it is a significant um upgrade for me, at least. And like looks way better, my yeah. God. but I had to I had to watch if it dynamic range was one of those is one of those things where i you read about it all the time with specs, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. But then when you actually put it into play, you're like, shit. I actually don't know what any of this means. I need to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, so because yeah. what happened was I was uh, trying to infiltrate a Mongol territory, and i like I like to do I like to do ghost. For seventy five percent of um, infiltrating and taking back territory, and then the last twenty five percent, I do samurai. Oh, but yeah. then so that's that's my normal strategy. But um, because I didn't have like the specific setting, because I because I kind of just did a plug and chug. Like I plugged in my PlayStation and then I played it, and I was like, it's pretty. But then when you're lurking in the shadows and the the I didn't have the correct settings because all the blacks blended in with each other. It was just like one big black screen when Jin was hiding, and I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta, fig- I gotta figure this out."
0: Right. <laughs> wow, that's yeah,
1: yeah. I gotta figure out the settings because this is this is not working out. Um, that being said, um, it looks great at night, but it's for the daytime. I had to figure out really like the whole dynamic range, and so I was watching like I was watching um, videos for like an hour just trying to figure because it's like. I, I you know, you can change the settings, but I wanted to actually fully understand what the hell was going on. And finally I changed my settings. Everything looks great. All the shadows I can see very well and we're we're in business.
0: Nice. So
1: um it's it's fantastic. I think I don't know if I said this, but it's also improved my t- my TV watching experience. It's fa- yeah. it's fabulous. <laughs>
0: I bet every show just looks like better than it did before like 10 times.
1: Oh my god, I thought Bake Off looked fine, but Bake Off on 4K, woo! <laughs> like I never knew this was possible. <laughs> that's awesome! How, like, like really, really fabulous looking. And then I started a TV show called Ozark recently, oh, cool. and and um, th- like it that looks like that looks great. So that's like kind of like a good like it was a good tester TV show. Mm -hmm. um because it's like it has like some significant action in it but and a lot of it is in kind of like a natural environment because you're in the ozark mountains Mm -hmm. and like a lot throughout the tv show so yeah it looks great um i'm really loving it
0: awesome i'm really happy to hear that
1: yes now i'm deep i'm pretty deep into act two now um so where i'm at we saved we saved the uncle. Hey. Um, right now, I'm freeing all the farmsteads so that I can get the two final musician armors. So I've defeated I've pretty much completed all of the musician quests. The final two ones are the ones where you have to defeat the armsteads and get keys to unlock um, the different samurai armors. Yes. So I'm doing that right now. I have two farmsteads left, so like one each in both region. So I'm really, I'm actually really close to finishing that. And I, then,
0: okay, okay,
1: yeah, I'm, and then after that, um, I in terms of the main storyline, I have one more leg before I can, uh, before we can tackle Castle Shimura, and uh, I, I have to get my family armor. So not the musician armor. But like my my actual clan armor, I have to get that before and then that's the final thing I have to do before the act two finale.
0: Right. The uh clan Shim- Shimura armor. Oh no, clan yes. Sakai armor. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That that is a cool armor. Okay. Awesome.
1: Yeah. So I I'm really close to finishing Act Two. Um yeah, I'm very deep into this game. I think I've already mentioned that I do I have plans on 100%ing this, I think we're on track Mm -hmm. so far. So I'm looking forward to that. In terms of Act 1 and the last mission of Act 1, when we're invading Castle Kaneda, um, it was a really fun mission because I very much improved my techniques. And at that point, I felt very comfortable with all the stances and all of the things I've unlocked so far. And I felt comfortable sneaking around, like doing this and that, and then, boy, was i bamboozled i was I was betrayed, there was deceit in that final battle that final battle by the way was it was it was actually a it was it sucks because that was a beautiful final battle of Act one. it was gorgeous, you're in a lily pad pond. There's lanterns, it's nighttime, it looks great, but I had a person turn on me, and I wasn't expecting that, because I very much thought that person was cool, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know what? Things happen in video games.
0: Yeah, you're like, what the fuck?
1: Like, where where were you? (laughs) Of all the people that I... Of all the people in my head that I was like, I wonder who... Who might turn on me to the Mongols? That was not the person I was expecting to turn on me. Yep. Right. So I was especially upset when that happened.
0: We were friends. Exactly. What like, the
1: hell? I was like, bitch, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> we go way back.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Like, literally. So, oh my God.
1: So, yeah, it was, uh, I was upset <laughs> to say the least. Um, but, you know, we move forward from this. <laughs>
0: Doesn't it feel like you're nearing the end of the game because of all okay. the stuff that you're doing?
1: So the only reason why I don't feel like that anymore is because I know there's a whole... The, the final act as a whole top part of the island map that right. I haven't unlocked yet. That's the only reason why I know that I'm not at the end. But it's like, it's one of those... This is one of those games where... If you just did straight the main mission, you could finish this game in 15 hours. Absolutely. <laughs> if all you did was the straight mission. And this game is long because I'm literally doing everything. <laughs>
0: yep. So yep. Take your time.
1: I know. And it's totally worth it. Um, In regards to... Te- and just on top of that, in regards to techniques, like at this point, I've unlocked the moon stance. I have every stance to fight the Mongols now. I've unlocked the technique where I can chain stealth three people at a time. Yes. Which is honestly one of the best ghost tactics that you could possibly have. Like this is like this is a it if you need a technique that you that will help you get like will that will take you further in the game for Jin, this three this three chain stealth is like the it's one of the ones for sure I love it yeah. so much
0: there's quite it's a ma- bit of enemies that stand together too
1: exactly it's made infiltrating farmsteads and in and getting back my territory so much easier um one of the one of the noticeable things about Act two is definitely the geography um it's a lot. More marsh like, and and you know, act one had a lot of mountains too. Like, when you like, you know, with the fox, like with all the foxes' dens, they're like all at the top of mountains that you have to go up. But act two, that region is a little bit different in terms of the mountains because it's like I feel like there's less room for me to take my horse and just like yeet off the mountain, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like in Act One, I could just like choose any side after I go to a fox den and then just like go down the mountain. Whereas in Act Two, you have like you can go down the mountain, but it's more cliffy. There's bamboo trees all over, so you have actually have to go around the bamboo. <laughs> and it like there's definitely more exhibition for Act Two in terms of traveling at mm-hmm. least until you at least until you unlock all the fast travel for like the towns you visit.
0: Yes, but, exactly.
1: Yes. But you can't do as much mountain free for all as you did in Act 1, which is fine. Um and then I liked a lot of the new characters introduced, like Torio the warrior monk or Norio, Norio, Norio the warrior monk. Um he's great. Yep. He's super badass if he betrays me it's over it's game over for me i know right
0: he's such a real one too you're like god damn it don't do anything
1: (laughs) i'm just like boy if you also betray me the the, you know i i I can't recover from this
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be so satisfying killing you i know right
1: Um, in and in terms of the main character missions, uh, the one that I'm invested in the most so far is uh, Sensei Ishikawa mm. and Tomoe because I just I like how this one uh, clear uh, of course uh, Tomoe like betrays you and I'm uh, sorry betrays Ishikawa ch- turned on the Mongols is teaching a whole army of archers you know but. It's also clear in this that Ishikawa is not perfect either, so I kind of like that. I you know, there obviously one side is towards the Mongols, but then also uh, Tomoe be- like feels a sense of like betrayal from Ishikawa as well. So I- I'm enjoying how that mission is playing out. It's a it's a good. I think it's a good side story for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that um, I I like that it shows how. Ishikawa-sensei is like still human, you know? And yes. In this pursuit of perfection, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things that he had to sacrifice, a lot of like ways he had to do things. It's kind of like the movie Whiplash where, you know... Oh, yes. That's know, a good one. Yeah, where you, you have this pursuit of perfection, but you're just kind of abusive in a way. Not kind of, you're really abusive. Yes. And, and, and you just want everything done the way that you want it to and you'll you'll stop at nothing to make sure and ensure that your vision comes true.
1: It's a great comparison,
0: yeah. Especially and the
1: teacher, especially with um like uh the teacher,
0: yeah, exactly. And J.K.
1: Simmons character. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Very, very accurate.
0: Um. Yeah, I like how, you know, whenever Ishikawa like goes out and does something and like talks about how she did this, she did that, she's wrong for doing that. Jin's like, wait, you're actually the person in the wrong for doing that to her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's and he's like, no, I'm right, and Jin's like, mm, you know exactly uh yeah it's i think i cool. think
1: at this point for act two i've done all of the missions because uh because i there's there was like a line of dialogue that implies that that's kind of it for act two
0: yeah exactly so, it's like continue on to act yep three to get more like i i know i love how engaging all these side stories are because it just makes you want to do them more and more and more and just keep going because it feels I like know. part of the actual main story you know
1: and it's great that it expands the island, too, because I, I, I'm I serious when I say this. If they didn't do that, I would have probably done all the missions, you know, in one go yeah. in that region, in in Act One's region. Exactly. And, and I also agree, you know, because the, these are the people that join you on your expositions to infiltrate all the castles and... I like how you're getting all the backstory, not just with those characters, but, like, the character's families or, like, the character's, you know, in this case, like, the character's student. And it, you know, it, Right. It, I appreciate how the storyline's playing out. Right. Yeah. This game is way better than The Last of Us 2. Um... Uh, <laughs> so, uh, So that's all I got to (laughs) say, you know,
0: hot takes, but I have to agree with you because
1: is it really a hot take? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, okay. There are people that uh, will widely defend and harshly defend the last of us too. Yeah. But, But I feel like there are people that are just like, Hey, this game sucks, but like they're saying it sucks for the wrong reasons, you know? Yeah. Um, Uh, And I honestly, I agree with you because I played Ghost of Tsushima right after Last of Us 2 because I was so sad and I was like, dude, I cannot, I cannot be thinking about like this. Like I need to play something that is a lot happier. Luckily, Ghost of Tsushima was there, started playing it. I was like, dude, I feel like such a fucking hero right now. Like this is amazing. Like uh, my conversations with my friends who also played it were like, yo, this is so fun. Like it's. It is so awesome. It's like,
1: great. It's a fantastic game. Right? I love it so much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One funny anecdote I have is that it, in the middle of the of the section in in Act Two, I remember I was like, okay, I've been taking over all these little like farmsteads and making sure that everyone is okay, and like I have been having fun playing the ghost. And by the way, I've also been playing. I play the ghost mostly when I liberate these farmsteads, um, and I do samurai. Uh, uh, the same amount of time as you do so i think yeah. it's more fun to do ghosts
1: <laughs> it's fun to do ghosts i like using smoke bombs and trying to see what i can do and then i smoke like smoke bombs and then and then assassinate or what i'll do is like i'll do some smoke bomb um wind chime combination and try to um shoot like wasps and that it, it's just i i like i like stealth a lot
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Um. And so that being said, I was like, all right, there's this town in the middle of the map. I'm just going to go there, ride to it and take it over. I go mm-hmm. there and it's, a, it's like, this is a restricted area. You're not supposed to be here right now. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And then the screen is like flashing and all these like fucking like Mongols just start shooting me. Like they immediately yeah. get like hone in on my position and they just start shooting me and trying to attack me and I die and I was like dude what the hell found out that that was a story mission that I'm supposed to do later and oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that and I yep. cuz this is like a I wasn't even there yet I was like still in the beating stages of act 2 and I had no idea I just wanted to, to help liberate an area turns out I huh. couldn't <laughs> yep but you know lesson learned right
1: yeah lesson learned speaking uh, kind of on similar on that topic when you unlock the grappling hook I realize now that there were six missions in act 1 that I shouldn't have done until I got the grappling hook.
0: Oh yeah, I know, right? I did those too. I had no yeah. idea. I had no idea. I still did it anyways and I I I completed it.
1: Me neither. I like like two of the musician um quests for sure would have been easier if you had a grappling hook and I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't I don't know what I'm doing, so <laughs> I, it's funny how when, when I finally got the hook, I was like, oh shit, well, that would have made this easy, but you know, here I am.
0: (laughs) Right. I was all like, oh, that's what that's for. Ah, (laughs) well now. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) It's too late for that. Yeah. Too late. (laughs) Well, regardless. Regardless. It I we still did it without the hook, so it goes to show you that we can yes. still do
1: it. Yes, you can still do it without the hook for sure.
0: How about the samurai battles? Have you been doing those?
1: Um in terms of duels and whatnot, um, I've been having a great time with duels, especially because I've mastered uh parrying yes. more. Um parry like huge technique for the samurai is the parry cuz with the parry you don't with the parry if you do it successfully you don't even have to cuz you know how how um the enemy has an armor that you kind of have to break until you can actually do damage. Yes. It's like with the parry you don't have to break the armor anymore. It's fantastic.
0: I know, right? It's so good.
1: I know. And at this point, on top of that, I have heavenly strike. So Sometimes I break the armor and then just do a heavenly strike and call it a day. (laughs) Yep. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, Oh, in terms of stance and and for the samurai also, in terms of like stances, what's made things fun is um, unlocking the wind stance. Uh, The wind stance is the one that's against sphere, uh, not spheres. I can't talk today. Spears, (laughs) Spears. <laughs> Sunday. I told get...
0: I get it. I couldn't talk either. It's fine. Yes, Spears. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Spears. Yeah, I got you. Spears. I got you. <laughs> S-
1: spears. And the that's a really good stance because there's a lot of counter moves that come with that. And I'm enjoying I'm enjoying water and wind a lot. I've unlocked the moon stance, but I, I don't think I've fleshed it out enough to really uh get its use although i i do know for the moon stance there's more kicks that's a you know but that's kind of as far as i've gotten so far but i am enjoying the samurai duels um i what there was this uh there was this side quest in act two where you are uh and it was also a musician one i think where you have to figure out the spirit that is kind of killing off a bunch of people. Oh. And then you go to this garden in act 2 and it's a it's a garden in old Yarikawa and it's a gorgeous garden cuz there is fireflies flying and then you have to duel a demon spirit. That was one of my favorite samurai battles for sure aside from the act 1 samurai battle. So
0: Yeah, that was really cool.
1: Yeah. That was a great mission. And yeah, I'm. I'm having a good time both with Samurai and Ghost.
0: Good, nice.
1: Yes. The last thing I want to talk about with Ghost of Tsushima, which is are going to be our transition into the news, is that there's going to be a Ghost of Tsushima movie where so. And uh, I pulled this off of Kotaku. Uh, Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions are developing a film adaptation due to the success of Ghost of Tsushima, directed by chad stahelski who did john wick Mm -hmm. and all i have to say to that is no
0: (laughs) i nope i agree it's really good as a game and it already feels like a movie as a game i don't need to watch it
1: just no
0: (laughs) yeah i think it's fine the way it is it doesn't need to be a movie not every game needs to be a movie just make your own thing what the hell <laughs> no no, yep, well, continuing on the video game movie train, the Sonic the Hedgehog two teaser came out, and it just I sho- didn't see the teaser yet. It just shows the Sonic the Hedgehog logo, and then a two appears that's yellow, and then two tails come out of the bottom part of the two, so to signify that tails the twin-tailed fox in the in the Sonic series is going to be part of the sequel, which is kind of a spoiler if you haven't watched the end credit scene of the Sonic the Hedgehog live-action movie. But at this point, I feel like most people have seen it, um, and so you know what's going to happen. Uh, but Tails is going to be a significant part of the sequel. Uh, the music that was playing during the teaser was a remixed version of Emerald Hill Zone, and I know this because I played Sonic the Hedgehog 2 extensively as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the Sega Genesis. My dad had both Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Genesis, and those are the only Sonic games he ever had on the Genesis, but it was enough to inspire my brother and I to continue investing in Sega consoles, that being the Dreamcast, and that being the only time we ever invested in a Sega console when it died. But regardless, um, you know, the first movie wasn't bad. Uh, the sequel might be pretty good, so we'll see. The Jim yeah. Car- James Marsden, Jim Carrey... Uh, ben Schwartz are all returning, so we're just going to see what happens and who's going to voice tails.
1: I was pleasantly surprised by the Sonic movie. I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, it was a it was a solid, you know, pretty solid uh, video game adaptation. Uh, I had a I had a good time watching it. I thought Ben Schwartz was a really good Sonic.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was good. And uh, you know, th- with Detective Pikachu having just came out as well, like that wasn't bad either. That was that was pretty good. Like Yes, another video- I love
1: Detective Pikachu.
0: Yeah, it was another video game. Ba- it wasn't based directly on the Detective Pikachu game, but actually, no, it was. It technically was de- directly based on the game. Um, but, you know, there, of course, there are a lot of elements changed so that it would better fit the cinematic tone of the film. Um, but, you know, uh, Sonic, Pikachu in movies, pretty crazy. Yes. Let's talk about Discord and Microsoft and what's happening there.
1: Yeah, Microsoft is interested in buying Discord for 10 billion dollars, which which is a lot. And I based off of some some stats that came from Bloomberg, uh Discord has a valuation of 7 billion dollars. So that, you know, like Discord is is a pretty big company. And in a way it could kind of handle itself on its own like i know there's been a there's been like a side that's saying well discord is capable of going public by itself now with any company like for example minecraft to be bought off of microsoft you know like and just essentially like retire for life like i you know i don't blame the ceo or the creators if that's kind of the way they want to go um but I know a lot of people have been kind of debating what this purchase means for Discord, and I read an interesting rumor and wanted to know your thoughts on it. Okay. So I heard a rumor that the purchase of Discord is not necessarily or specifically to capitalize on the software for like game streaming and game discussion. It's actually buying it so that it can be a competitor against Slack and become a more general chat.
0: Mm, so see. that's
1: a that is a rumor that I read that purchasing Discord is not just going to be a purchase for for it as uh, for it as it's used in gaming. It's going to be it's going to try to become a general chat so that it can be a competitor. Who owns Slack? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know who owns Slack.
0: Okay. Um I because I, I think they got bought out a while ago. Mm hmm. Um Salesforce. Salesforce oh, owns Slack. Oh snap. Okay. Wow. That's big. That's pretty big. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so a couple things. I had not heard that rumor before, so thank you for enlightening me. That's pretty cool. I mean that's not cool, mm-hmm. but it's pretty cool to know that that that's something that's being considered it uh, makes the
1: it the it's like would that context if that rumor is true, it makes more sense
0: right, right but like discord is so ingrained in the gaming community and not just gaming there's you know discord is used for other stuff, but it's it's kind of. It's kind of been touted as like a a be all end all gaming platform when it comes to communication, at least. Yes. Um, I, for one, love Discord and I prefer it over Slack. Uh, I just think that these little like rooms that are available in Discord are much better than Zoom and Slack combined. I just think that Discord is a platform that anyone can hop onto and easily navigate because it's just that user friendly. Um, Of course, if you want to be more complicated, you can be a a super user and go into the the back end of a server and, like, do all these changes, add all these bots, make sure that things happen the way they do. Um, But, you know, I mean, for the average user, I feel like Discord is easy to navigate. I have a lot of non-gamer friends who use Discord. I created a server so that we could all stay in touch during the pandemic, and it's worked out pretty well because none of them play video games, uh, I believe, as much as I do. So... For them to be able to navigate the server and just be like, oh, what does this do? Oh, just click on that. Oh, now I'm in the room. Cool. Like, it's so much better than like making a meeting invite and then having to send that out to people where you can just be like, yo, everyone meet here at this time. Okay, cool. We're all here. You know, like you just save on so many clicks and so much copying and pasting that you have to do. Um, So the other thing is that I feel like 10 billion is a lot of money. um, And I feel like, I don't know. I don't... I don't want Microsoft to buy them because I feel like they'll just kill it or integrate it into Skype or something. I feel like they need to keep it separate if they do buy it. I like,
1: forgot they have Skype.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they basically... Exactly. See, a lot of people did and they destroyed Skype. Skype is like useless now. Nobody I know uses Skype anymore. Like nobody. Skype was
1: like the number one video
0: chat for a while too. Oh, a good long time. Like everyone was yeah. using it and then now everyone's on Zoom. You know, like Zoom is the next hot thing. Um yeah. Something might replace it. Who knows? Maybe Discord. I don't know. But I'm certainly looking at Discord as kind of a replacement for a lot of things in my life because, I don't know, it's just, again, it's just that that all-in-one tool that helps everything, you know, in my life be connected and stay connected. So, um, and the last thing I want to say is uh, Discord also did mention that they might just go public instead of trying to sell themselves to a company, which I think is a good move too. But, you know, there's a lot of, risks and um, yeah uh, you know a lot less room for stuff that you want to do in the future but we'll see like I don't know with a parent company owning you you have a lot more budget and but you have a lot more constraints like there's a lot more things that they say and tell you that you can do but with going public I feel like you have a lot more freedom but it's a lot more like scarier as a company because it is you. you rely so much on everybody like buying your stock and you know making sure that your stock is good and your your company can can fail, uh, if you're know. not careful about that. But, you know, you're being being owned by someone does give you the benefit of having a fallback and having that company bail you out if something happens. But we'll see. Like I I, I don't want. Discord to change because there's a lot of integrations with it that I like, such as like YouTube, PlayStation. I don't want PlayStation to go away. If If they're owned by Microsoft, they might just be like, yeah, no, no more PlayStation. So we'll see what happens.
1: A lot of companies have been trying to buy off Discord for the past few years, and they've said no. They've been pretty strong in rejecting a lot of offers. So i understand if 10 billion is a lot so i i you know like the people in mojang for example like are set for life so i you know i don't i don't blame them like i don't know what the ceo's values are if the ceo's values are we want this to be just kind of it's independent thing discord gets big and then maybe discord can buy a bunch of other smaller companies like maybe like maybe that's what the ceo wants to do or maybe the ceo was trying to make a huge company and has been wanting to be bought out but is just waiting for the rice the right price so yeah i don't know what the ceo values because we that just hasn't been revealed and then this is also a rumor um i do think that the fact that you know they released the the news that they're interested in buying it it's like they're trying to get discord to make a move so I think we're going to see a move in the next month or two.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. So we'll see what happens.
0: Potential PS3 store closure. Yes. So there's a rumor floating around that Micro- or not Microsoft PlayStation might close the PS3 store soon. Now, we've seen this happen time and time again with other companies like Nintendo, where they close the Wii shop. And... This is just simply because there aren't users using it anymore, and it's an outdated system, and they don't want to spend the money to keep the infrastructure alive to be able to um, host this this network for a small amount of users. From a business perspective, Mm -hmm. it makes sense, but in the Wii's case, it's really sad because... Now you have all these digital titles that were once available and playable in that state that are now unavailable to everybody. And it's kind of like some games just died because there are some digital only games in the Wii that you can now never purchase anymore. Um, A lot of a lot of uh, retro titles as well that are just gone because the the Wii shop has just disappeared now this is going to suck for a lot of games that have not been converted over to the PlayStation four. And it kind of brings up the question about like um, digital archiving, because that there's really no way to uh, preserve these games anymore without the companies porting them to every new platform. You know, everyone complains about all these ports, like the enhanced edition, the PS five edition, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it is a good thing because one, it does introduce these games to new audiences, but two, it improves on and um uh allows the preservation of certain titles to con- con- ah, to continue on within the uh, the the newer ecosystem so agreed it sucks because there's as i mentioned before yakuza dead souls is only available on ps3 um and there's a lot of reasons for that one of them namely being that it was poorly sold and uh you know playstation/rgg slash studios at the time was probably like we don't want to port this to future consoles because it's it's it sold terribly. We recognize that it's a bad game, and um, you know it almost killed the franchise in the United States. So you know that's totally fine. That's that's okay. But again, that's that's one of the few games that you can only play and get on the PS3 that you cannot play anywhere else. And you know physical copies are hard to come by for that game. So once uh once the PlayStation 3 store disappears, you're not going to be able to get that. And it's kind of scary.
1: There are two games off the top of my head that are from the PSP, PS Vita world that I think by closing like, cause you can't buy a PSP and a PS Vita anymore, so I understand why they would close it down. But it would be a shame if they didn't bring it to PlayStation Four or Five. So the first one is huge. It's a Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core, and that game gives a whole backstory to one of the main characters of Final Fantasy VII, which I would actually argue is important to the Final Fantasy VII remake as well. And you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake has introduced so many different people to the game who wouldn't play the original game, right? And with and Crisis Core talks about one of those characters, and I I can like I can see like people who played the Final Fantasy VII remake are now going down the rabbit hole of like oh let's what's all the content for Final Fantasy Seven while I wait for part two. The second one is Persona Four Golden. Which is the better version of Persona Four, and uh, like now that people have played Persona Five, and people are playing a lot of the Persona Five um, expansions, they might be interested in going back and you know, oh, what's available? Oh, Persona Four. Oh, there's a Persona Four Golden, like which is which is an elevated person, uh, an elevated version of Persona Four, but Persona Four is not, is only available on the Vita. And then weirdly it's available on windows, <laughs> but mm. it's like Nintendo, not Nintendo, but PlayStation and Atlas haven't even made it available on PlayStation four or five yet, but I see. It, it's, it's just, um, this is fine. If if they close it down, um, as long as a lot of the games that are only specific to these consoles, like eventually are available on four or five. um, on top of that, I was reading this article that a lot of indie developers, they released their games on the Vita because Vita had a specific deal for indie developers. And mm-hmm. they were specifically helping them out and there's and they were allowed to port their stuff to it and then even like give itself a cover and all of these different things. So a lot of smaller games are supported through the Vita to which their games are not able to like be on PlayStation 4 or 5. Mm -hmm. I feel like PlayStation has thought about this. Like it would be a shame if you didn't bring Crisis Core or Persona 4 Golden to the newer platforms.
0: Yeah. It's just, they're going to fall in the same space as Nintendo, failing to continue the legacy of certain games without, you know, without having, what's it called, the moral uh drive to do it. I don't know if that's the right phrase to say, but, like, you know. Yeah. Again, it just goes back to preserving the games. And, I don't know, having having to rely well not necessarily rely but having to think about how users are doing it just people you know ripping the game putting it online for like people to play on emulators like that it's pretty it's pretty cool like the internet is an amazing place for that to happen but at the same time you'd expect that the company themselves would be preserving the game by just making a new release and here you have these companies complaining oh like 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 Nintendo for example saying oh Super Smash Brothers Melee like you guys got to stop playing the modded version online it's like well you didn't release it for any future consoles and yeah totally understand why you know because there's going to be a new version every time of Super Smash Brothers but you're not making money off of the game the only mm-hmm. time you should care is if you're making money off of the game so PlayStation should not be complaining or tra- PlayStation should not be taking legal action and I don't think they are against any like rippers or hackers but yeah. If it does happen, I mean, shoot, you should have did it yourself. <laughs> like they were two steps ahead of you,
1: yeah, so we'll see what happens. I know that they're supposed to announce this soon that it's closing in July, but um at least they'll give fair warning if it real if they're really not gonna bring it back to any other place that people have time to buy <laughs> all the stuff that they want.
0: exactly, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So, moving on to GTA 5 Online. So, there's a big issue before where when loading into GTA 5 Online, um, it would take 2 to maybe 10, 15 minutes, depending on your computer, where the game would just scan the files to ensure that you weren't hacking. And it would literally scan all the files and it would take a long time. But there was a user named Toaster CX who changed the code for the game to allow 70% increased load speed into multiplayer. So what took 2 to 10 to 15 minutes now takes 25 seconds or less depending on your machine. They just eliminated some like something in the game's code to allow faster loading times. Something that took years that <laughs> that that Rockstar didn't do. Um Although, you know, Rockstar has this program where they reward people who find bugs in games. This in this case it wasn't necessarily a bug, it was an improvement. And Rockstar paid this user ten thousand US dollars, which is pretty cool for something that he did for free. Yes. So I thought that was pretty noteworthy in that I, I tested it myself and I was kind of amazed at how long it took to load into multiplayer because I definitely uh had that issue when I was playing a lot of GTA five online. Um uh, a couple years ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it goes to show you that, you know, leave it to the users to figure out. I, I was issues. about to say, <laughs> yeah.
1: leave, leave it to us.
0: <laughs> to fix your stuff, to upload I your know. games. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so moving especially
1: on. because considering that Grand Theft Auto online has like is getting all the support
0: <laughs> right and the, just the fact that it took so long is kind of sad because this yeah. this game is in no way ending anytime soon like it's still going on they released a whole DLC with a whole other island that you can go to which is kind of cool um, yep. but you know once GTA 6 comes out GTA Online is going to be irrelevant the moment that happens Um, unless they continue GTA Online just somehow and with the same engine or whatever we'll see um but the bethesda and microsoft deal closed so now bethesda is officially part of the microsoft family cool um, cool some titles might be exclusive but i think eventually they're they're just gonna make all titles exclusive to microsoft aka steam as well mm-hmm. uh so we'll see what happens that's pretty pretty fun yeah there was a show, a presentation from Square Enix called Square Enix Presents, where they talk about the following games. I will not go into all these games in detail, but I think from the titles, people might be able to tell what they are. Um, some of them, at least. So there's Outriders, Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy, Just Cause Mobile, Hitman Sniper Assassins, Space Invaders, Toho Spellbubble, Darius Cosmic Revelation, Bubble Bubble for Friends, Black Panther is going to be the invent- the Avengers video game. Ballon hmm. under Ballon Wonderworld, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Forspoken. So, so. for
1: Life in, is Strange, um, it, does that mean it's a just a new episode? Because that oh, Life is yeah. Strange, Life is Strange is like a series, right? Kind
0: of like yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure. Like from the trailer, I guess it's a new episode. I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. familiar with the franchise enough to to give you a confident answer, but I could say maybe. And also, sure. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then uh, more PlayStation stuff. So they have this program called Play at Home where they release free games. Uh, the last one, I think, was Ratchet & Clank. That was like the yes, big one they released. And it's still actually available for download at the timing of the recording of this podcast, which is March 28th, 2021. Um, So I actually grabbed that when I found out that it was still free and I was like, Oh shoot. So I got Ratchet and Clank, but the new ones they announced uh, that are available right now for, for keeping forever are Subnautica, Enter the Gungeon, Abzu, The Witness, Res Infinite, and the VR titles, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss, Thumper, and Paper Beast. With Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition coming out next month in April. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. Yes. Did you grab those titles, Elisa?
1: No, not yet, but I saw I saw the I saw the um I saw I saw the uh announcement, so I'm probably gonna grab um The Witness. Nice. Yeah.
0: You might as well just grab all of them and just not download them. I mean, they could just be in your library. That's right? that's
1: actually a good point. I might as well just, I might as well get all of them. So, the Witnesses was the one off the top of my head that uh, like really intrigued me.
0: Yeah, same actually. Yeah. And Subnautica. I'm, I'm pretty curious about that mm-hmm. one too. So uh, I found out, pro tip, the faster way to add these games to your library is just go to the PlayStation website, click on the play at home button, and it'll take you to like a list of all the games that are available for free that I just mentioned just open all of them in a new tab, press get the game, and it'll just be added to your library. It won't download the game, it'll just add it to your library. So that's like faster sure. than going into the store and doing it individually. Just pro tip for everybody. In yes. case you want to do that. Um And the final news topic I have is Zack Snyder's Justice League was released. We both watched it. It is four hours long, and it is It's four- basically
1: a mini series. It's it not is. a movie. People, this is not a movie. This is a miniseries.
0: Yeah, every act is an episode. Just think about it that way. Yes. Um, there's it's like, like
1: watching Watchmen.
0: Right? There's like, what, f- six, seven acts in the whole movie? I forget.
1: Six, seven, including the epilogue.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Got it. Um, And um, it is in 4-3 ratio. And this is to, um at the beginning it says, to preserve Zack Snyder's creative vision or something like that. But I also But think my
1: question is what is the creative vision? Like
0: IMAX, like, it's it's better formatted for IMAX when it comes Oh okay, okay. Yeah.
1: That okay, I was waiting I was waiting for that cuz I see the articles all the time. Yeah. It's to preserve the creative vision. I'm just like, but tell me what the creative vision is.
0: What is it?
1: <laughs> what is it? <laughs> okay, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah. So waiting for the, people are just waiting for that to uh go out to theaters. So we'll see. <laughs> yes,
1: it is long, but I did the movie. Okay. Justice League, the very first one was so boring and or just like so nonsensical that one, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep through it. And two, I don't remember a single thing that happened to it. So okay. after after watching Zack Snyder's, um, although in general, um, although in general, like there's other superhero movies I prefer to the justice league i thought that this was okay um i i i did appreciate the Zack snyder version for actually fleshing out um flash and cyborg's backstory yes that's probably the best part of the cuts and that i find like you finally kind of get to know all the characters um it's it's um it's fine um it's it's better than wonder woman 2 um yes better than all the batman better than wonder woman 2 and the batman movies that's for sure Mm -hmm. um sorry not batman movies the superman movies i was like wait Um, those batman
0: movies are pretty good (laughs) yeah yeah
1: (laughs) 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 better than the superman movies um hot take i do like the avengers more but i think this is better than ultron but that's that that might be a hot take so well there you
0: go i mean i haven't seen ultron in a while i can't really say i can't really Mm -hmm. yeah but uh wow okay cool wow that's high praise for this this version
1: i mean like it's like it's one of those things where i was entertained (laughs) like it was it was fine
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i thought it was good too it kept me on i I was
1: i was fully entertained that i wasn't for the first one
0: yeah exactly exactly uh, the part that got me laughing was every time they showed Wonder Woman, anytime she did something, they'd play that, oh, like that music. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was so, laughing so hard every single time.
1: I remember, um, <laughs> I remember that music for Batman versus Superman as kind of like that was Wonder Woman's theme music. But then they really were really beating the dead horse over that. <laughs> over <laughs> every that, time um, they showed music. her,
0: they would just play it. <laughs> it's yes. like why.
1: It, yeah like let's get some variety like i get it i get it that's the wonder woman theme but come on
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's
1: been some pretty great memes out of that too yes so. i
0: love the memes like so good <laughs> cool yeah we both enjoyed it so if you haven't seen it yet check it out let us know your thoughts yes uh we'd love to hear yes. about it because i think this redeemed a lot of uh the dc extended universe stuff and i think it's a good it's i mean i think this is Showing that, you know, the movies are going to go in a good direction as long as Zack Snyder is involved in some capacity.
1: Yeah. Although I think Zack Snyder also said that he's skeptical of even making a second one. So Uh, this uh, might be all we get. And that's fine. Uh, uh, But yeah, which is fine. Anything (laughs) changes once money is introduced. We'll see what happens. We just don't know yet.
0: Right. Um, And separate side note, another DC Extended Universe movies trailer got dropped recently, which is The Suicide Squad, not to be confused with 2016 or 2017's Suicide Squad. It's just called The Suicide Squad, directed by James Gunn. Um, So this one has more of a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe to it, judging by the trailer. I won't go too into it, but you got uh, Idris Elba, um, John Cena, and returning you have Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, uh, as well Mm -hmm. as... uh, Captain Boomerang. I forgot the actor's name, but Uh, Sam Worthington or whatever his name is. That that dude. From YouTube, from John Dazko, we have glad to see the ghost episode finally roll in. Great stuff, guys. Thank you. Thank you, man.
1: Thank you. And we hope that by you listening to this episode, there's more ghost content um, via part of act two and i'm i i'd say that give me two weeks i might finish the game like at least the main story in two weeks
0: yes and i would love to do a spoiler cast on the game oh
1: yeah totally
0: the only way to do that would be to play the whole game over again so i can refresh my memory (laughs) oh my god (laughs) well
1: i can tell you everything you know Uh, really like the main storyline is actually pretty straightforward and linear it's talking about characters that you're recruiting on your squad that's kind of that's kind of the bulk of i'd say a spoiler cast so yeah and the betrayal and the deceit and the bamboozlement by this one character who will not be named but you know okay
0: yeah for sure i will i will let you lead the conversation to to help me refresh my mind and i will i would love to talk and dish about all these bamboozle betrayals
1: yes of course of course
0: So, John Dasko, I hope you're going to be there for that. That will be coming out in the next month or two.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: So, next question or comment. Yeah, next question slash comment from uh, Chariot Goblin slash Dave97 on our Discord. Have you ever experienced games with AI that you feel is rubber banding or cheating? I am playing through the cabaret mode in Yakuza 0. Nice. And I had to turn the difficulty down to easy in order to beat the Jupiter Club rival battle. It was insanely broken AI that would instantly win instantly win Um, now
1: because i'm because i'm because i'm dumb um (laughs) when when he says rubber banding um that's latency right
0: (laughs) so when i think of rubber banding something that comes to mind is mario kart 8 and this might be a good example too where if you're in first place certain characters are are designated by the AI to always be in that spot and always try to take you on. So let's say hmm. let's say you're doing poorly in Mario Kart 8, right? And then you get a you get this awesome item like a star or maybe three mushrooms and you use okay. it and you boost all the way up to first place, right? Okay. Uh, and you try to get as far ahead as possible. Let's say you drift every corner, you use every mushroom item that you get from blocks uh, and you you use any, every advantage to get. But no matter what you do, the AI will always be behind you. Some way, they're always going to find a way to catch up to you. Like, doesn't matter what car it is, it's going to find a way to get up to you at an insane amount of speed. Like, the game's going to say, okay, the player is now in first place and it's too far ahead. So now we're going to take these AI characters and move them closer to the player and by 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 giving these ai players certain items and and weapons to allow them to hinder your progress or move their progress up to be closer to you so either red shells the blue shell or let's say like again stars or mushrooms right so that's rubber banding mm-hmm. rubber banding is I when see. yeah when when the ai sees that you're too far ahead and they do anything they can to get closer to you or hinder <sighs> your progress um okay. i totally feel it chariot goblin uh that that duper Club rival battle is tough <laughs> to say the least and uh yes. yes I have experienced this as I just mentioned in Mario Kart 8 but I think just a lot of racing games in general have this rubber banding technique as hmm. well
1: I don't play too many um I don't play too many racing games so I don't think I've had too much experience with um rubber banding in the in that sense, though there are a lot of games where I feel like the AI is cheating.
0: <laughs> every but, every game the AI is every cheating.
1: Every game. Every game, actually. Every game. But <laughs> but the but um that specific example, I can't think of anything at the top of my head right now.
0: Yeah. No worries. So Jerry yes. Golpin, I hope that everything goes well. I hope you you beat all of the cabaret clubs. I hope you get all the money. Good yes. luck.
1: Oh, and then he and then um he also says side note. Hibiki is the best hostess.
0: Oh, that's cute. She's, she's yes. pretty cute.
1: I don't remember what she looks like.
0: Uh, there's a picture on our Discord if you want to take okay. a look. Uh, but thank you for adding that side comment. I totally did not see that.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, so we have one last question, but after that we have a rapid fire question segment from PJ Sucks. But uh, so Brig is still too OP. Please nerf says from our Discord. How did you two meet each other?
1: We are we are ex coworkers. We are ex coworkers who started a week apart from each other. Jeremy started at the company that we used to work at first, and then I came in second. And then our our manager had it was like, "Hey, by the way, Elisa, you can shadow Jeremy, and Jeremy will help you with your onboarding." What I didn't know was that Jeremy also just got hired. <laughs> so. How like he was basically learning too, and we would just sit next to each other and just be like, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I literally had I was told to train her and I didn't even know what Lud I was doing most of the time. I yeah, like, I
1: and I what? and I didn't know until Jeremy told me that he hadn't even been at the company for that long. So
0: Yeah. A lot of my conversation yeah. with, with her was like, so uh this is what this does, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I tell nope. her every time I'd be like, I'm sorry. This is like my my second week at the company. Like, I, yeah. I don't know and what I, to tell you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then, um, yeah, we became friends and we found out we had a lot of common interests. And, and this podcast was actually created while we were both still working at that company.
0: And it was fueled by the fact, and I will never get over this. It was fueled by the fact that we wanted to talk about Yakuza 0. Yes. <laughs> Uh, a game so, that i I told Elisa that we should play, and we we played it separately, but she she immediately fell in love with the game, and I was like, Is this is awesome' right? And she's like, Yes, it is. Oh, it's totally awesome. yeah, so that's that I hope that answers your question,
1: yes. And also, nice to meet you. Brug is still too op, please nerf. um <laughs> there's a there's a there's actually a couple people who I feel like I haven't um introduced myself to yet which i will probably do later today um welcome to the discord i'm sorry i'm not active in the discord that much i don't go on discord a lot during the weekday um and that's because i work late yeah and i that that's that's really it like i'm not trying to ignore anyone or everything it's just like i just limit the social media that i use on the weekdays
0: that's totally fun
1: Yes, but I'm super happy. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And in, like there's like definitely like an increase of people who have started listening to the podcast. So I just wanted to say welcome to everyone.
0: Hey, yeah, welcome everybody. We will give yes. you guys some uh some some details on how to follow us and where to to d- join yes. our Discord uh, once we finish uh this last part of our question segment. Yes. Um all right. Should we go through this really quickly one by one?
1: Yes. Um so PJ sucks. What he did on the discord was he um, gave us a list of questions for rapid fire that are in spoiler tags. And so we're supposed to reveal the question um, and answer quickly. I'm assuming.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do the first one. Do you want to just, since there's eight, we could just uh, switch off between. Okay. 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 So question number one, black or white, black,
1: black, uh, Zelda or final
0: fantasy. Oh, Zelda. Uh, Final Fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Hamburger or hot dogs? Hamburger. Hamburger. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Summer or
1: winter? Um, uh, uh, Summer.
0: Summer for me.
1: Uh, Day or night? Mm, Uh,
0: I think night. Night. Yeah. Uh, Ramen or sushi? Ooh. Sushi. Ooh. Sushi.
1: Oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, Damn. This is so good. uh, Sushi.
0: Yeah. Okay. You got the next one.
1: Uh, tacos or burritos tacos for me
0: burritos (laughs) i'm gonna go burritos all right finally multiplayer solo Ooh.
1: oh this one um i'm i'm a solo person i don't do multiplayer that much
0: (laughs) you know despite me playing a bunch of multiplayer games i'm gonna say solo i just i like i like the solace and being invested in the game that i can take time with (laughs) for sure um all right cool thank you pj thank you john Yes, that was great chariot goblin and brigastillo Big, Brig is still 2 p Please, Nerf. Thank you guys so much for the questions. And again, yeah, welcome, everybody. Welcome to all the new yes. viewers. Um, if you guys would like to uh, follow us, go to our website, www.downtime.live. You can also send us a question or comment via um, our contact form on the website. You can also send us a comment or question the old-fashioned way but by going to contact at... Or by sending us an email, contact at live. Again, send us an email with, with the... Uh, Contact information as contact at downtime.live. Um, if you want to join our Discord, you can find the link at the bottom of wherever this podcast is hosted. Just click on the link that's next to the word Discord. You'll get invited to our Discord server where we talk about everything from video games, podcast, video games uh, movies, music, TV shows, anime, whatever you guys want. We We always try to find time to talk about it with yes. you guys um uh, lisa stated that she is not really active on the server but you know t- still feel free to tag us if you guys want to ask us anything yes
1: totally totally tag us uh pj i saw your message um about um asian americans i really appreciate that i um i do read read discord on the weekends i'm just not active on the weekday but jeremy's active all the time yeah so, so. if you
0: guys need an immediate answer for something or if you have a question that requires a <laughs> mine or at least his attention you can yes. feel free to tag both of us but it'll most likely yes. be me answering it yes um, and uh, yeah you can find our podcasts on YouTube you can go to Podbean, Spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts leave a review on Apple Podcasts we'll read it on the podcast um, you can follow us on Twitter which is at uh, Downtime Live if I'm not mistaken
1: the, yes
0: yes that is correct at downtime oh uh yeah at downtime live is our username on twitter so follow us there um did i forget anything is that is that everything nope i think that's it cool everybody thanks for listening to podcast 159 see y'all next time peace